um, thank you that we can meet you any place, any time, anywhere, about anything in prayer. And it's just great to do that. And uh, we thank you that we can be here tonight. <clears throat> and uh, we do just want to uh, commit the Dallinger family to you and pray that you'll just draw alongside of them, Lord, as they grieve the loss of their mother and, and, uh, and relative. And we just pray your blessing upon all of that, that family at this time and that you'll be with Pastor Darrell as he conducts the funeral at Toowoomba and, and then here, uh, Lord, the memorial service uh, on Saturday. And so we just uh, uh, pray for your blessing upon that family unit. We do commit the Hood family as well to you and pray for Cole particularly and that you strengthen and sustain him during... Uh, Bev's hospitalisation. Lord, just thank you that Bev has that incredible sense of peace and joy and just to see it in her face is just amazing. And Lord, we just commit this dear sister to you and pray that you'll just have your hand on her at this time as well. And Lord, for others that are just doing it tough at the moment with their health and, and other issues that, <clears throat> that weigh them down, Lord, we lift them up to you, to your throne of grace tonight. Pray that, that you'll just touch them, uh, Lord, and suit a blessing to every heart, we pray. Touch their lives, meet them, help them to encounter you afresh, we pray, uh, Lord, at this time and throughout this new year that's before us. Father, we commit ourselves again to you now as we open your word, <clears throat> pray that you'll speak to us and uh, that we will hear your voice tonight. And Lord, that we will respond in obedience to your voice as well as you prompt us tonight. Help us to respond, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> want to just start with a little quiz tonight i know you guys just love quizzes so here's a little one it's don't stress about it because i'll probably end up by giving the answers anyway or you'll guess uh but look this is this is the little quiz that we want to start with so so what do these biblical characters found in the following verses what do they all have in common with each other all right and these are the verses well the hint is found uh, in these following verses <clears throat> First of all, Deuteronomy 21 verse 5 says this, <clears throat> The priests, the sons of Levi, shall step forward for the Lord. Your God has, for the Lord your God has chosen them to minister and to pronounce blessing in the name of the Lord. That one. Hosea says this in chapter 6 and verse 3, Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. Paul in Philippians 3.12 says this, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Great verse. And then the one that we've just had read to us by Ben, Luke 13, 10 and 12 says this. On the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward. So what do all these characters and these verses all have in common? Did you pick up any key words and sort of key phrases there? Anybody? Yeah, that's it. They all took a step forward. They all took a step forward in their obedience, in their service, and in their relationship with the Lord. And uh, as I share a few thoughts with you tonight um, on this first Sunday of 2016 I want to challenge you to consider this question tonight this is the question I want you to mull over in your mind and listen to what God's saying to you about this this is the question what step forward for God is he calling you to take in 2016 what step forward does God want you to take for him 
in 2016. So what, what will it mean for you and me if we were to take up that challenge and take that step forward for Jesus in 2016? What will that mean for us? Well, I want to suggest three things tonight. Firstly, this. Firstly, a step forward will in all likelihood mean leaving others behind. When you take a step forward, it will in all likelihood mean that you'll leave some others behind. This woman in, uh, in Luke chapter 13, as we've already read, was, was in a synagogue and obviously there are other people present there with her. And, but Jesus saw her out of the crowd. I love that. I just love how Jesus looks at you out of the crowd. He just doesn't see a mass. I just see a mass of people here tonight. And I can see some individuals. But Jesus looks at you, the individual. I love that. And, um, and so Jesus saw her in that gathering. And he called her forward. He saw her and he called her forward. And in obedience to him, she took those steps forward. And so by her physically taking those steps forward, the physical implication was, in fact, that she was leaving others behind. As she stepped forward to meet Jesus, she left others behind her. That's the physical, obvious implication of that. Kind of reminds me of, of those movies that you might see, and some of them are action movies and military movies, where uh, Pearl Harbor was a typical one, where uh, the commander says to this whole group of men, Righto, all you guys, everyone who is willing to take this step forward, sorry, willing to volunteer to take on this dangerous mission, take a step forward. You remember that bit? So what do they do? They all take a step forward. I'm not sure if anyone's left behind, but they took that step forward. But I want to suggest tonight there is, however, a spiritual implication to this as well. There's a spiritual implication to you taking a step forward. Let me explain with an illustration, personal illustration, actually. I can remember at the age of 17. Yes, I used to be 17 once. Yep, hard to believe. But I joined the army at 17. Even that's hard to believe. I was a kid, 17, joining the army. I joined the army at 17. And I joined with a whole bunch of other guys of whom I went through all the various levels of training with. Some of us were together and we went through all the different types of training together. We were there. Uh, I joined in with them. Um, we were friends um, and we had a lot in common. Did a lot of stuff together. Some of it wasn't good stuff at all. But we did a lot of things together and we had a lot of common. We had a lot in common. But I want to say this to you. When I met the Lord Jesus... When he, rescued, when he saw me and he spoke to me, and I knew it was him, it was as though he called me out of that crowd of other guys. He called me out to step forward for him and to follow him. And you know, when I did, who could resist Jesus calling you to himself? Who can resist him? And when I did, I too discovered that I had left these other guys behind. In many ways, I had left them behind. We no longer had the same kinds of things in common anymore. And I don't mean that, that I was aloof from them. I don't think I was aloof from them. Um, I wasn't deliberately snubbing them or anything like that. But and I, I still got on with them and, and we worked together. And, and at different times, we socialised together as well. But I want to tell you, there was a definite change that happened. There was a change. And, uh, and there's no denying that, that when Jesus 
calls you forward for him to take that step of faith towards him. You do leave others behind, just as I kind of left these other guys behind. And they said, they thought, and I heard them say it, and, and there was some other stuff that happened that I don't need to go into tonight, but, but this guy, but, but I was weird to them. You know, this Butterfield's got religion. There was all kinds of funny things that happened, and, and that was expected in many ways, and particularly when you know what the Scripture says. Paul, when he's quoting to the Corinthians, quoted from Isaiah 52, he says this in verse 17, 2 Corinthians 6, 17, Therefore come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. So there is that stepping forward, separation, leaving others behind. So taking a step forward fit for and with the Lord Jesus will mean that you'll leave others behind, even as this crippled woman did in chapter 13 of Luke. She discovered that very fact. When Jesus called her forward, she answered his call. And it meant leaving others behind. But something else happened to this lady when Jesus called her forward. When Jesus called her forward, yes, she left others behind, but something else happened. She left her past behind. She left her past behind. And that's the second thing I want to say, that when you take a step forward for Jesus, it means leaving the past behind. I love the gospel, this amazing gospel message, this amazing, wonderful story that we got here tonight, for example. It reads about this, that there had been a crippled, sorry, there'd been a, a crippled, a woman who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. Verse 12, when Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hand on her, his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. What a great story. When Jesus called her forward, And she took that step of faith and obedience. She was also leaving her crippled past behind. A past from which we know, from verse 11 and verse 16, that Satan had kept her bound and bent over for those 18 long years, the scripture says. 18 long years, crippled and bent over by Satan. Have you noticed how Satan does that? Have you noticed how Satan wants to keep people bound up? Have you noticed that? He operates that way. He's a thief. And he would steal and rob you of your true freedom. That's what he does. He binds people up. He bends them over. He weighs them down in their sin and their shame and their suffering. That's what he does. Jesus comes to set us free. But Satan would want to keep us bound and in shackles and in prison. Listen to how the psalmist, how he actually describes that condition of being weighed down in his sin and infirmity. He says this in Psalm 38 verse 4. This is David the psalmist. He says this, My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. 
Verse 6, I am bowed down and brought very low. All day long I go about mourning. Verse 7, my back is filled with searing pain and there is no health in my body. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. Verse 17, for I'm about to fall and my pain is ever with me. You know, many of us, before we met Jesus, can relate to the psalmist, I'm sure. Before we met Jesus, we can relate to what the psalmist is saying here. We can relate to the crippled woman that Jesus saw that day and called forward to himself. We can relate to her condition before Jesus met her. Jesus met her that day. Can you remember? Can you remember that day yourself? And do you understand, if you know the Lord today, that one day Jesus came your way? One day he saw you and he called you forward. And you took that step toward him in faith. You heard his voice. You knew it was him calling you and you took that step of faith forward for him. And he met you, and in many ways he said to you, you are free from your infirmity. And he put his hands on you. And if your story is similar to mine, you are never the same person again. He forgave you of all your sins. Your past was behind you, never to be raised by him again. Never would he dredge up the past, your background, once his blood has washed you clean, as the communion was talking about tonight. Once you've been set free, once your sin is gone, forgiven, God will never raise your past again. He's forgotten the past. And so should we. Isaiah says this, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Gone. That's the power of the cross. The power of the shed blood of Jesus. Nothing else works like his blood. And then Paul says these magnificent words in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. Behold, the new has come. The old has gone. The past is gone, forgotten, never to be dredged up, never to be raised by God again, gone. The new has come. The new has come. Praise God for that. In Christ, we have left the past and the past has left us. The cross of Christ has made sure of that. So let me ask you tonight, have you been to the cross have you been to the cross where Christ died for you? And is that the step forward that you need to take tonight? Maybe that's your step forward. I don't know. That's between you and God. But I want to give us an opportunity tonight for you to put into action what that step might be for you. Perhaps that's a step that you need to take is that you need to meet with Jesus tonight. Take that step forward. And verse 13 of Luke 13 says, Then he put his hands on her, and immediately 
she straightened up and praised God. Wouldn't you? Been bound up for 18 years and now you've been set free. In other words, she straightened up to reach her full stature as the person that God had made her to be. Jesus wanted her to accomplish her absolute full potential in him. And he wants you and me to do the same. He wants you to make that step forward so that you reach your absolute full potential as he has planned and created you to be and to do. Once this, this, this crippled lady... This this once crippled lady could now lift her head and stand tall for Jesus because he had taken away the burden of her sin and infirmity that had weighed her down, bent her over and crippled her for those 18 years. You know, and I wonder tonight if there's anyone here and you feel a bit like this woman did. Again, can you see and do you know that Jesus sees you tonight? He sees you. And I believe he's calling you forward to himself so that he can remove the burden that weighs you down. He wants to remove that burden and set you free. John 8, 36. Write it in your Bible. Underline it. Know where it is. John 8, 36. So if the Son sets you free... You shall be free indeed. A lot of people outside of Christ think that they have freedom. I used to think that. I used to think religion, and that'll bind you up. Well, religion does. But a relationship with Christ sets you free. I used to think I was free, but I wasn't. I was in prison until I met Jesus. Then I really knew what true freedom was. And so don't be fooled by thinking that you can be free outside of Christ. No, you won't be. You're not free. You're bound up. You're like this crippled woman. And Satan goes like that. Yeah, you're free, he says. No, you're not. Outside of Christ, you're in bondage. In Christ, he alone will set you free. And if he sets you free, you will be free indeed. He wants to lift your head. He wants to lift your head. He wants you to be free of your sin and stand tall for him. And you know what? Only Jesus can enable you to do that. Only he can enable you to do that. But listen, you need to take that step forward for him. He's done it all. Everything's done. Everything's finished. The cross, Jesus said, it is finished. It's up to you now for you to take that step, for you to respond to him. Just like this woman did when he called her. He didn't go down and physically grab her and pull her her to the front. He called her. And she responded. And maybe Jesus calling you tonight and says, I want you to take that step for me. Whatever that might mean for you tonight. You need to take that step forward in faith and obedience toward him. The woman in Luke 13 did that. And when she did, her life was wonderfully, wondrously changed. And I believe that when she took that step forward and Jesus touched her, I also believe she was saying, I trust you, Lord Jesus, with my life. I trust you with my future. 
I trust you with my future. Because you see, when you take a step forward for Jesus, the third thing is this. It means that you are leaving your future in his hands. When you take a step forward for Jesus, it means leaving your future in his hands. And it could well mean for you that you'll meet some who are indignant with you because of the change that Jesus has brought about in your life. When you take that step forward for him, some may be well indignant with you. Just like they were with this woman in verse 14. Some may even be hypocritical as they were in verse 15. Will oppose you as they did with this woman with what Jesus had done for her. But it's important to remember this. That in the end, those who oppose you because you have taken that step forward in obedience to Jesus will also... One day, if they themselves haven't come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Saviour, if they haven't, one day they will be humiliated. You won't be. They will be, as they were here in this story in verse 17. They were humiliated. And so will those be who oppose you. But you also need to be encouraged tonight. I love that about this church. That the many people, as we see here in verse 17 too, you'll be encouraged by the many people who like those here in this verse, will be delighted with all the wonderful things that God is doing in your life as you follow him. And there'll be a whole swag of people in this church, just make it personal now, a whole bunch of people who will encourage you, who will spur you on in your faith and say, well done. Even when you trip over and fall, get up. Jesus forgives, he washes and cleanses you and you keep pressing on with him as Paul talks about and as this woman demonstrated when she took those steps forward for him entrusting her future into his hands people will delight in you and encourage you so when you take a step forward for Jesus in 2016 it means leaving your future in his hands The Apostle Paul knew what this meant and he testified to the Philippian believers by saying this, one thing I do, this is the Apostle Paul, one thing I do, he says, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In other words, he's saying, he's using this illustration or this analogy of like an athlete an athlete that's going for gold. That's the focus. Nothing else matters. Pressing on like an athlete going for gold. And Paul encourages you and me tonight in these scriptures to strain forward, to strain towards what is ahead, to press on, to press on toward the goal, to win the prize for which God has called you heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's what he wants to do for you. That's the life he wants for you. Not a life of defeat that Satan would rob you of and give you a life of defeat. God wants you to have his life. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. When you take a step forward for Jesus... It will mean leaving others behind. It will mean leaving the past behind. 
It will also mean leaving the future in his hands. And again, my question to you, what step forward is God calling you to take with him and for him in 2016? Because there is a step for every one of us, I believe that. Whatever it might mean. And the Holy Spirit, I believe, he'll just touch you. If he's not doing it tonight, later he will. And he'll put his finger on something in your life and he says, that's what I want you to give to me. That's what I want you to step forward in faith and follow me and trust me for it. <clears throat> and here's an example. For example, it could be tonight that, uh, that the Lord is inviting you to take that step of faith and invite him into your life. You could be at that place tonight. You don't know Jesus personally. And so he's prompting you tonight to take that step forward and to invite him into his life. You draw near to him, he'll draw near to you, the Bible says. But you need to take that step. You need to, you need to confess and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. As your word says that I am. And I need your forgiveness as you make available for me tonight. Maybe that's the step you need to take. Maybe it's a step forward to be baptised as a believer. Maybe that's the step forward that God's saying to you tonight. Maybe it's a step forward into membership of SDBC. Maybe that's the step. Maybe it's a step of joining a life group. Perhaps that's something that God's been prompting you about. You've kind of been on the, on the fringe a little bit there and he wants you to get more involved in the inner circle of, the, of, of life, if you like, of the church and get involved into a, into a little a group where you can grow and develop. Maybe joining a life group is for you. Maybe that's the step you need to take. Maybe it's a step forward to begin your own daily devotional time with the Lord Jesus this year. Or to be more consistent in that time with him. Perhaps that's a step. It could even be a step forward for you tonight to put something right with someone else. Maybe to, to, to seek to restore broken fellowship. It might be to, to restore broken relationship. I don't know. These are the kinds of things that I believe God lays on your heart. These are the kinds of steps that I believe he wants us to take. Whatever it might be for you, I am convinced that the Lord is calling his people, and that includes you and me tonight, to take that step forward with him and for him in these areas such as I've mentioned here tonight, and there may be others, so that you will grow closer to him, and as you grow closer to the Lord, so you'll grow closer to other people in the church. You'll become more of an effective and powerful Christian witness in your life. If God is calling you to take a step forward tonight, then I'm going to encourage you to do that. And we don't often do this in the church, and I know it's kind of scary for so many people, but I just felt that being the last Sunday, being the first Sunday, oh, here I am, I'm back at last, being the first Sunday of 2016, and hearing this message tonight, I wonder if, there should, if, if we ought to give you an opportunity tonight, and we're going to do that. Where for you, and, and it may not apply to everybody here, but look, there may be some of you tonight say, you know what, I'd really like to physically take a step forward publicly so that I can so reinforce for me, crystallise for me what I'm actually doing tonight. So what I'm going to do is ask the musicians to come forward just now. 
And in this last song, I'm going to get us to all stand and sing. And during that song, if God has been prompting you to take a step forward in, in a particular area of your life, that's between you and God, then I, want, I just simply want to give that opportunity for you tonight. If you want to do that, I want you to come forward. I'm going to come down the front because I believe God's been challenging me to take a step forward and I'm not embarrassed or ashamed to say that. So I'm taking a step forward myself and I'm coming down the front. And if God's challenged you tonight, I want you to come forward. Pastor Darrell's going to be here as well. He's going to be on that side. I'm going to be that side. I want you to come up. Just shake us by the hand. Nothing wonderful about that. Shake us by the hand and then just return to your seat again. I just think it would be good to have a response, a, a physical response tonight if you would like to do that. All right? So let's, uh, let's just, uh, let me just perhaps pray and then we'll, we'll sing this song. And uh, you come forward, shake us by the hand, return to your seat. If you'd like prayer afterwards, then hang around. Perhaps just sit in the front seats here. That'll be fine. We'd love someone to pray with you afterwards as well. But I just think, first Sunday, 2016, let's take this step forward for God. Whatever it means for you, here's an opportunity to do that. Heavenly Father, thank you for just the beauty of your presence amongst your people. You're a great God. You're a glorious God. You're so worthy of our worship and praise. And we thank you for setting us free. I want to thank you for that beautiful story that we read here in the Gospel of how Jesus set free that crippled woman been bound up by Satan for 18 years and you set her free and she, you called her forward, Lord, and, and marvellous things happened in her life when, they, when she took that step of faith and obedience and, and went forward at your call. And I just pray for every one of us here tonight, indeed for this whole church, Lord, that this will be a year that we individually will take a step forward for Christ, a step of maturity, a step of growth, Lord, a step of obedience by faith in whatever you're laying on our hearts. And doesn't mean, Lord, that we're not going to be tempted. You know, it doesn't mean that we're not going to fail at times. But, Lord, help us to trust you and just do this tonight. If it's you prompting us, Lord, then we ask you give us the courage to do that. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.